must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words in a new way, to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. Yeah, it's about that time. Time for what? <laughs> It's no being serious. You might as well forget about it. It's about that time for Real Church Matters. When we talk Real Church Matters because... Real Church, it matters. matters. Don't add no articles in my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to put emphasis. No, Real Church Matters. Put the okay, end. okay. Let's do it again. Real Church Matters. When we talk Real Church Matters because... Real, Real Church, Church matters. matters. How you doing, Charity? I am, you know, working through this thing called life. (laughs) (laughs) It's real. Truth is, I'm tired. (laughs) Life gets real. Life gets real, and we got to keep it real. Yeah. Mm. Real church matters. Life get real, and we gotta keep it real. I'm gonna put a um. That's a t-shirt. Oh lord. Well, not really, because I keep it real means something different to people. But what I'm saying is, you gotta stay in reality. A lot of yeah. times, times get real, and people want to get in their own world. And they also want to say, "Oh, everything's amazing. Everything's great." Just giving a a reflex response to people instead of being in tune and present with what's happening yeah it can be wrong and you need to know that it's wrong but we'll get to that we 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 revving up this is a more serious charity it's locked in this episode she says she she tired of giggling and kicking it up yeah i'm i'm in my bag (laughs) okay she's in her birkin working See, this is why. This is why. Because you don't take me seriously. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I was about to say Father God in the name of Jesus. I You're praying over this. <laughs> Healing in this place. Realchurchmatters.com right, uh, is the website. Check it out. Listen to old episodes. We had 193 now. That's a lot of talking. There's a lot of different people that's talking with me. Listen to it. Enjoy it. Other than that, guys, it's obedience over audience. It's what? It's obedience over audience. Since we got our audience, let's, let's give get them to it. something to eat. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's that's tight. Yes. That is tight. Okay, serious. All right. So it was a dark and stormy night. You know what? Today it will just be me. <laughs> He'll take a back seat. No, no, we get no back seats. I got a window seat. To glory. That's a song right there, <laughs> Charity. That's a song. That's a song. I gotta make me a little old person. I got a window seat to glory, and I'm flying first class, and I. Don't need a seat, but extend Because <laughs> I already did a fast. Because <laughs> I already asked the lady when I was coming in, so I didn't draw attention to myself that I needed one. 
All right. This song is way too long. She slipped it to me, too. The lady, I was like, I, I need one of those. She's like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, this is Real Church Matters. I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping this in. It's okay. But the reality is, that's how I bring it back in. Mm-hmm. The reality is, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you, Charity, about dysfunction. Oh, something I know a thing or two about. We all do. Mm-hmm. So, well, first thing I did was when I was talking about dysfunction, I like to rant now on Instagram and then save all the clips <laughs> <laughs> as the talking points mm-hmm. for a podcast. But one of the first things I said is that you have to realize the, how something's supposed to function to know that it is dysfunctional. Absolutely. And I think that there are a lot of people who do not understand that they are not functioning correctly because they don't know how it's supposed to function Mm -hmm. for themselves and for the relationships that they have with people. And that's, this is the tricky thing about that. They, They don't, they, people know how to make things function. It suits them. But we talk about the functionality that suits the, the design. Mm-hmm. The intended design of it. Mm-hmm. So, like we're saying, like uh, there's, there you go to the circus and you see these people bending their arms backwards and stuff like that. <laughs> they they do it with such ease; it's functional for them, right? But that is dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. I don't care how easily they do it. I don't care if that lady got her leg behind her neck; it don't belong there. <laughs> that is the craziest analogy ever, but because I, there it, are many people who have become contortionists, mm, okay, and think because they can bend things and function in a very weird way that it is functional. Mm, okay, huh. real Eat church that up. Matters. Okay, and I'm realizing that there are many ways that I am a contortionist. I bend things. I didn't bend the rules so much. Mm-hmm. I didn't bend the the actual intended design and purpose of things. Did mm-hmm. I have mutated the relationship? But it suits me. It fits me. Right. But that's not the relationship it's supposed to have. Mm-hmm. One of those relationships because we just talking about dysfunction according to relationships uh, more specifically mm-hmm. is with food. Yeah. You a person on the outside looking in look and see me eating and say he need to eat. <laughs> I mean everybody need to eat, right? Everybody needs to eat, but how he's eating mm-hmm. and what he's eating mm-hmm. and when he's eating and how you feel when you can't eat what you want to eat. Oh my goodness, charity! Yes, real church. <laughs> yes, all of those. Mm-hmm. Where I'm eating, even where. Mm-hmm. You you brought it up before, like boy, you, you eating your car too much. Like, I'm talking about eating whole like dinner, and type. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I don't want to eat on the go. Right. I refuse to eat unless I'm home. And it's, when you bring up stuff that's wholesome, which is the ant- antithetical uh, opposite word to dysfunctional, dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. is wholesome, healthy, whole, fit, guys, healthy, whole, wholesome. People mock wholesome. <laughs> they do. We, you know, we need to all sit at the table. Oh, brother. <laughs> sit at the table and eat together. Oh, bro. I get caught up in it. I'm too old for that. You know, mom want everybody to come down. To, we too old for that. Oh, you got, we got had a TV on while we eat. You know what I'm saying? These are things we've moved in such a way. We don't even realize our arm is all the way back here. <laughs> 
finger bent all the way back, but we're, we've become contortionists, mm-hmm. but I have an unhealthy relationship with food. It's dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. It's dysfunctional. If I don't eat, like you said, you, these are things that are reality. So I'm starting to, to ask myself. And so I'm going to ask the, the podcast people, uh, when it comes to your relationships, how are they supposed to function? And are you functioning in that way? Well, I think a, a lot of times we don't realize that we have to reset because some of us have been conditioned and trained to contortion and been from the beginning, from the beginning. that we don't even know what our, our the, the boundaries are for our yeah. functionality. Part of that charity is something has to break. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you'll see a person with uh, who doesn't heal right from being having mm-hmm. a broken leg or broken foot. It's, even when the kids is doing splits, mm-hmm. even when the gymnasts are doing all those that stuff, you notice how their body type is different. Mm-hmm. Their body type is not different because they was born that way. Their body is type is that way because they conditioned it mm-hmm. to be that way. Yeah. And we can look be like mm, that girl's shoulders are real broad. <laughs> just broad shoulders, very thick thighs, and she's five three. <laughs> and nobody knew that she was going to be this size and say, "You're going to be a gymnast." Mm-hmm. Her body would not have turned out like that had she not put the hours mm-hmm. of time. Many people think they were born a certain way. Yeah, I was born to be a gymnast. No. But you conditioned yourself and your body follows suit. Right. It's physiological. Mm-hmm. And all of us have done it. I, I wasn't, I wasn't born like this, but I was born into an environment that supported and conditioned this. Yeah, exactly. And most of the time, our dysfunction right. comes from functioning in a way that seems okay. Mm-hmm. Until it's now not just a choice, it's a way of life. Yep. And it's tricky. I, you know, I brought up the food thing, but what do you think is one of the things like I, I move in a dysfunctional way? For myself? Yeah. Um, food would have been the same thing. <laughs> food unites. <laughs> but, and, and I often say that we are, but that's a different no, no, conversation. Sure. No, no, sure. We are codependent on each other when it comes to that struggle. Yeah, yeah. And but we we realize this though. Like we we you know, we take break bread to a whole nother level. Like we really <laughs> break bread and dip it and eat it. Yeah. But but uh there was a a time where that was the that was how we connected. Mhm. We connected through food. Mhm. And you realize that these these things are not just centerpieces at your table. They're the table. Yeah. They're they're what keeps everybody together. <laughs> yes. And it's it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Because then when you're trying to deal with people, it's like when people um gift giving. I noticed that's a dysfunction. <laughs> because a lot of people they show what their relationships are with things are mm-hmm. according based on what they give you. So you'll see somebody give you money and be like Here's some money. He's like, money don't move me like it moves you. Like, that's what you wanted. Mm-hmm. That's what you like. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I like. Mm-hmm. And you've gotten gifts like that. Somebody get, literally gave you something that they really wanted themselves. Yeah. 
Like you, like I don't even wear gaudy well, stuff I like don't that. Know. But uh, let me repackage it. And they be like, I always like these. I'm the type of person. I don't really get a lot of gifts. People, people opt not to give me gifts because they, they, it's the expectation. I know. I've preemptively have let people know. I mean, I've said it on the podcast plenty of times. Just don't even try. <laughs> Just don't even try. It's for the best. <laughs> I like gifts. <laughs> you know what? I like them from me. <laughs> I like them from me. I give the best gifts. But other than food, um, another dysfunctional thing would be um, my expectations for my relationships. Or I would say for my family. For people or just for your family? For my family. So it would be like... To say that is to say you know the way it should function. Yeah. Do you know the way it should function? Not the way I want it to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we know that. I'm actually going to give you one of these. Real church matters. <laughs> She's like, whatever way it is, it ain't how I desire it. No, but- no honestly, it's it would be designed as a um, a nucleus unit actively with one one goal Mm -hmm. if we all say we have the the same spirit um and but how you navigate that i honestly don't know how you would navigate having extinct extensions of that and still have that same goal well that's the thing um because we can only deal with our dysfunctions. Mm-hmm. So what you named was a very macro thing that involves more people. Mm-hmm. It's like working on a group project. Mm-hmm. I would rather just do the project. I literally would do that mm-hmm. in my high school. I would say, hey, guys, they put y'all in a group with me. It's your lucky day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it all myself. This is what I want from you. I want $5 from you, $5 from you, $5 from you. Everybody named get to be on this mm-hmm. project. Because I'd rather finish this in a week than deal with y'all for a month. Mm-hmm. That's the way I would do it. That's not functional. It's dysfunction. But in a in a in a smaller way, um, I guess with my individual engagements with my family, I would expect them to not give me the scraps. Give me I'm not expecting what I give out, but don't give me the leftovers. Really? Like Expound what you mean. So, you know, you you realize, like, a lot of times you'll say, well, I would say that their engagement with me is limited because they don't have the capacity to interact with me. But then... The the way you want to be interacted with or the way you you feel like we should interact? The way I feel like family should interact. Right. And then I would see them interact with people. Can I give you an example? Yeah. And this is not based on you. This is just based uh-huh. on something that is reflective in our family. And I've seen reflective in most of my relationships. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to talk about anything other than people. <laughs> That's a problem for me. That's a problem in general. That's a dysfunction. So when you come to it, it's chill in a room and we make a point of it. I don't, I'm not bragging about our relationship, but still, <laughs> nonetheless, I appreciate the fact that we can make a point of just chilling and not talking. People may come up. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm saying there are times where we just talk like this. Yeah. Because it's okay to just talk mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. I don't have to interview you <laughs> about your life. I actually don't. If things come up and then I might ask questions. Right. But I, I'm never like, so this, that, 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 and that's the enough of our TED Talk. I'll see you later. <laughs> because I don't, even though we live with each other, I don't need to know every portion of your life. Mm-hmm. I think the portions I'm supposed to know come out naturally mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in, but I still feel like I'm invested in you. Yeah. Still like, I feel like I'm investing in your life and, and I, I know you and I know you, I feel like I know you and even though I don't know everything you do. Yeah. That sounds crazy to people because they're dysfunctional. I think when you like a lot of people, surround their interactions based off of the do and not what is so real church matters (laughs) so people don't know they people know what i do based off of them watching me or hearing something that i did but they don't know who i am and therein lies the problem I don't even mind you asking me questions. If you want to know, nobody really asked me ever what I think (laughs) or what I feel. Mm -hmm. Some people say, because you let us know yourself. (laughs) And I think that's a cop out. It is. I think that's a cop out because I let you know how I feel, but I don't let you know who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm letting you know a reaction to something. It's like one time I seen a, it was something happening. There was like a, a shift in your life. And I, I noticed it and I felt like it wasn't time to say anything to you. Mm-hmm. But I was bothered and concerned because I knew that transition. I It triggered me. Mm-hmm. I had P- PTSD about <laughs> it. And I said, but Charity's not like me. Charity's stronger than me. And I, as I continually said that, one time I said it to myself and I, I realized that's not true. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know Charity to know she's like me mm-hmm. because she's human. Yeah. She go to the bathroom like me. She breathes like me. You <laughs> slap her. She's going to want to slap you back like me. Facts. All of those things. People keep acting like, well, you know, somebody slapped me. I, you know, I'm not even that type of person. <laughs> somebody ain't never slapped you hard enough. And a lot of people think that they know you. Like for me, I'm going to speak on me a lot of people think and we talk about it all the time people think that they know me based off of the part of me that they've seen in certain settings i'm not my hair i right i'm not my job the way that i look like if you've ever heard me you know charity is not the prim proper person that you think right like i or eat none of that or i talk I, about taking dumps and stuff <laughs> i like to watch pimple popping like okay right. well this is not um craigslist so. but i'm just <laughs> saying that people people would be shocked and appalled to see that charity is Probably more of a tomboy, a human. or just human. Then, yeah, just human. It has is not always clean, not always this, not always that. A lot of things we're not. Nobody's always one thing, right? So even when people look and say, base us who people are based on what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. So you're a business person, and there's people who still think I take pictures. <laughs> 
Like I, 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 my business has transitioned from pictures probably ten years ago now. <laughs> Absolutely, I snap pictures as a solid to people now. <laughs> but there, there's people is like, hey, how's the photography going? That's a person mm-hmm. that, that wants to know me, but only wants to know me in a lazy way. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, it doesn't matter how that's going anyway. You should be asking how I'm going. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's the reason why. That so it stopped rubbing. Um, but that's the reason why we have to sit and reflect and say, how should it be? Because mm-hmm. people, I get it caught up in it too. I'm always telling people how something isn't right. Well, I think it's it should be relational. It should be personal. Um, anytime you talk about two two people functioning harmoniously together you're talking about mindfulness yeah you're talking about thoughtfulness i don't even need you to give me anything i really don't i just need you to be mindful of me mm-hmm. because the mindfulness is the best gift you can give somebody mm-hmm. it is the it's not the it's well that's how you that's your love language no mindfulness is the water to every flower on this earth absolutely it ain't no love language to it if that's the case, I'm just literally having a relationship with myself right. if I am not mindful enough to get out of my own mind. Let me tell you how nasty that love language stuff is. <laughs> it's as nasty as somebody saying to an a immigrant, if you're going to be in our country, you need to speak our language. <laughs> uh, Sir, they just got here. They don't know your language. It's not native to them. Right. So when you talking about, well, if you're going to be in a relationship with me, you need to speak acts of service. <laughs> no, I don't. Because even if I did serve you, it's not going to be in your language still. It's going to be broken English. Yeah. Because I'm still just trying to, like, you, you're not even speaking proper English, to be honest. Let's be honest here. It's Mr. still going to be my interpretation. It's going to be my interpretation. you. Just like your little hillbilly dialect is your interpretation of the English language. Mm-hmm. You're like, go back somewhere and you, what is that? Because that don't even sound like the King's English. <laughs> but that's the contradictory nature of talk, even talking that love language stuff. More dysfunction. Yeah. More dysfunction. I love this because we breaking down just a simple thing. How should a, a family relational interactional relationship work it should work with mindfulness and charity saying when i'm expecting which is the reason why i brought up the language love language mm-hmm. when i am expecting things from people mm-hmm. i am dysfunctional yeah because every engagement should be love first and that's it I lead with love, mm-hmm. but that that's not something that's exclusive to charity. That's something that's exclusive to all. That's inclusive. Yeah. I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. But when we stop real, start realizing how something supposed to function, everybody will realize they're not as perfect as they think they are. No, and because everybody's experience is different, and it bears out a, a different degree of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is going into the next 40 years of my life, I want to function better. Yeah. I want to function with my family better. I want to function in health better. I want to evaluate my relationships with food, 
with sex. And people can say, well, you don't have no relationship with sex if you ain't having none. It's That's still not a true. relationship. There's a relationship. <laughs> it take, exists. It's in your mind. It, there, it's a relationship. It's a relationship. And Charity just took the words out of my mouth right when I was fixing my mouth to say it. <laughs> if, it's, if anything that has a space in your mind, you need to evaluate how you navigate it. Mm-hmm. And all those things have a space in our mind. If you hear somebody say, I don't think about sex, you're hearing a liar. Male or female. For sure. You're, but bump, bump, bump. Do something. Jesus after dark. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear that? You yes. can hear that? <laughs> I'm embarrassed because I didn't think you could hear it. I was like, she ain't good. That's definitely Jesus after dark. But we got to stay here for a second. So get your... Uh, Get your candles out and clutch your pearls. When Jesus said it, he said he did uh, lust after a woman in his heart has already committed adultery. Absolutely. So I have to make a safe space in my mind. I can't be worried about people canceling me. (laughs) I have to make sure that there's a, a certain way that I'm moving in my mind that don't get me canceled by God. Yeah. Because that's what matters. That's the problem with people like, what do how do we even know when no means no? I got well, we got signed consent before we have that. Yeah, yeah. You, all this work you need to really have been worked out in your heart. Yeah, not between some poor girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the reality is, is that that relationship has to be evaluated mm-hmm. every single day. I have to evaluate that relationship. I I, I don't even like saying this. Because there's another thing where people say, you know, we all live in a world with beautiful women. I can see them. No, what I see is what my flesh desires. Mm-hmm. Same way, I, I, I don't think it's nonsensical because it's my mind. Yeah, but it's no. I, I have to remember it's no more nonsensical. Then when the women be like, "Ooh, when I see a man with dreads," oh, and I'll be like, <laughs> "Really?" I'm, I'm telling you, you need to get a beard. No, I don't. <laughs> oh. You want me to get a beard. Stop that. It's, and it'd be weird because your family be saying it like, you should get a beard. Who said? <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> I need to know this no. bit of information later just, on. No, they just see that I could grow one and they like, you should grow one. It's like, no, I don't want to grow one. But the re- As long as you don't cut it off like a creepy perf, then, you know, you good in my book. We know, well, that's always good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that you're not looking like a perf. But since people have been talking about red flags, if you see me hairless. <laughs> Throw it up. <laughs> find you two more people. And get me I sure will. Get me admitted into it. Unless I got alopecia. But and I just, won't sign you out either. Don't sign me until out. Until you good. Until my face hair grow back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we supposed to be serious. Serious. <laughs> I, that's an excellent point. Relationship with sex. Relationship with religion. Mm-hmm. Which is different than my relationship with God. Because religion is about keeping the image and the symbol and the meaning of God 
in the proper context and space in your everyday life. And also relationship with um, gender roles or your the, your own gender. Like I n- notice a lot of people have hard time dysfunctional relationships with the, with the, same, the sex. same sex. Absolutely. And um, I think that it, what what should be healthy. And I'm putting you on the spot. I know, Chad. No, no, no. You said you was in your bag today. No, I definitely feel like a healthy relationship with the same sex would be. Let's just say women. With a woman. Woman on woman. To. uh, Woman on woman in a healthy way. (laughs) A healthy relationship would be to not think negatively in the beginning of someone or have a. a negative um, point of view or outlook on how the relationship is going or the interaction is going to go. Like immediately women say, I don't want a woman manager or boss because I know she's going to, you know, um, exert her power over me and she's going to be, you know, vindictive and all of these things just because she has power and she's a woman. Uh, And I've heard people say that all the time. I think that that is a negative outlook uh, based off of just perpetuated gender, gender issues. Yeah. It has little to do with that person and everything to do with, just like we said, your relationship with sex in your mind your relationship with women in your mind, mm-hmm. you got to really figure that out. Ladies, mm-hmm. I, it, people don't even realize that it, it has metastasized to the point that even in the church, mm-hmm. you rarely get older women able to engage and mentor and develop younger women. Mm-hmm. There's constantly this little thing that just repels them. Yeah. And you see it constantly. We are going to touch on a little bit of this with mom or, you know, in, in another aspect, you will always say, like, this female has, you know, a bunch of other females around that clearly are um, inferior in, in certain ways to her. To validate the to way she validate feels about herself. To validate the way that she feels about herself. That's also a, another dysfunctional aspect of uh, friendships, friendships. That, that segues into friendships. Oh my goodness, Charity, <laughs> that's a one real church. Matters. I realize that people don't know how a friend is supposed to function. Mm-hmm. The minute you challenge a person, they feel like you're betraying them. Mm-hmm. They, they, I don't want to be around anybody that's judgy. It's like I <laughs> listen. If you wanted an amen corner, you should have built a church. Or if you wanted our conversations to be superficial, you should surround yourself around superficial people. Superficial people. Don't say, I love talking to you. I love how so the depths, the realness, <laughs> the, 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 the holiness. I love all of that. And then when it turns towards you, you're like, how dare you? <laughs> this is what you call support? This doesn't make me feel supported. Or what I get a lot is, and I just realized that... I. I, I guess I'm an overwhelming person. You're overwhelming. <laughs> Not in a good way. I somebody literally texted me and said, I have been I haven't been able to sleep. 
Like you saying all this stuff and it's just causing me anxiety. So wait a minute, me challenging you to face reality, take it by the tail and actually walk out Philippians 4.13. I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Me calling you out to that should not frighten you Mm -hmm. or cause anxiety. That means you think it's strange. That means it's not the functional thing is dysfunctional to you. That means you you are not living in reality. That means you have an unhealthy relationship with quite a few things, but one of them is work. (laughs) Number two. And I know because I am, we we minimize people by calling them lazy and people say it in, in such a silly way too. No, I'm lazy when I'm a kid. When I'm a grown man and I struggle with work, I have an unhealthy relationship with work. Yeah. I have a dysfunctional relationship with work. And guess what? I'm going to end up broke somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end up blowing an opportunity. I'm going to end up being in my bag and stepping right out of it and letting somebody else take it. Mm-hmm. That happens when I'm lazy. People try to diagnose this stuff and be like, I'm a procrastinator. I'm a morning person, a night person. I don't care what you are. All I know is when it's time to work, do you know how to roll up your sleeves and do it? Well, honestly, all of those things follow underneath dysfunction. Absolutely. So when you hear people in the new thing is saying narcissist and narcissism, when you hear people. I'm a sociopath. I'm an empath. I'm a this. I'm a, guess what you, you're, one of the things that we need to learn how to be is stop diagnosing negativity. Mm-hmm. Instead of being a social. Well, well, Real church matters. Instead of being a sociopath, a psychopath, be a polymath. Nobody know what that is. Look it up. A polymath is someone who is skilled at multiple things. Mm -hmm. There should be more polymaths out here than there are sociopaths. You get off social media and I promise you, your life will be different. Part of the dysfunction is there are people who who can open up their phone right now, check their screen time, and they spend countless hours on social media mm-hmm. that's dysfunction and they don't sleep don't sleep it, these apple phones will tell on you mm-hmm. it'd be like it counts your pickups how many times you pick up the phone even in the middle of the night times where i pick up the phone the first thing in the morning is i grab the phone I, i'm trying to be more intentional about when i first get up in the morning i just take a moment and just be awake before I put that screen back in my face. It's so much digital lights. It's like all this stuff is always emanating in our faces. Mm-hmm. We rarely are taking time to just be still. I remember one time I, I recently I walked in dad's room and the TV was off. And I, I just was, I was like, what's wrong? Like, ain't nothing wrong. The TV got to be on all the time. <laughs> Uh, actually, don't get him started. Now. <laughs> yeah, the TV does. So that's why I'm concerned. But really, he just was like, no, I, I, I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm just sitting here thinking, even for for him to get to that point and be like, I just need a second to just get my thoughts and just hear myself. think." Yeah, we be up there laughing at old people like, oh, they stay on CNN. They stay on Fox News. Oh, my grandmother died. She didn't take the shot. She is only, she don't even know how to differentiate her thoughts no more. She's so jacked into the news cycle. Mm-hmm. Like you literally sit at a, at a kitchen table with people. You sit at a kitchen table and they literally are just regurgitating news headlines. Yeah. 
nobody want to know how anybody doing. It's like, did, did you, you hear, hear about? about- <laughs> <laughs> we did not plan that, but that is the number one. <laughs> Real church matters. That is the number one thing. Did you hear about? And there's two sides. There's two people. Sets of people. Mm-hmm. There's the boomers, the older people. That's like, did you hear about? And then they're gonna tell you something about the news cycle. Mm-hmm. And then the other, the younger people. Did you hear about? And they're gonna tell you something social about the social media cycle. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Nicki Minaj? <laughs> did you hear about Scissor? <laughs> did you hear about the Real Housewives husband died? On my <laughs> Baby. It's so many people that's dying that I know. I don't need to add anybody else to this daily obituary that's going through. Yeah. God bless her and her the, her husband's death. He was so nice. You don't know him. <laughs> you really know the editor. Mm. They not ready. They not ready. No, they not ready. They not ready. Real, they not ready. Real church matters. You really just know the storytellers. You know the the white people who are in charge of weaving a story together that engages you for an hour. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that person's life. No. Nope. Nor do you care. That's why we the people are saying the most ungodly, meanest things they can to people. These, the meanest people will be the first people to have a GoFundMe, though. <laughs> The people, I'm telling you, I, uh, so many GoFundMe's. So it, it's a world that is such a need because we're a world that's broken. Mm-hmm. We're a world that's broken. We're dysfunctional. And so uh, I got to share some scriptures, but one of the scriptures that um, stuck out to me is Proverbs 15 and 4. And uh, I thought the charity was going to say this one, but I'm going to say it. Now, because a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Mm. And the reality is, is that we also have to have a healthy relationship with words. Yeah. And how in with our tongue. I was going to say communication, but I felt like you <laughs> were going to say it. It's one of the things that's not this unhealthy. We've mm-hmm. been flirting around it, but it's like, let's talk about this tongue. Mm-hmm. This part of our dysfunction is how we speak to one another. He says right here, he says, a whole tongue is a tree of life, but a broken tongue be, creates a breach in the spirit. Mm-hmm. We know, everybody know what a breach is. It is a, a, pl- a point of emphasis that Separation. can be exploited. It's a hole. It's a crack. Mm-hmm. It's a chip. Mm-hmm. Your spirit is not whole because people are using their tongues. And we can tell people, hey, you got to get over it. But at the end of the day, do they or do you need to get in something? Do you need to get an understanding of how to treat people? I won't have to get over what you understand. Mm. Real church matters. But that's the reality is that there's one scripture where the, the Bible's telling us, hey, whenever something's unhealthy, it's not whole. And when it's not whole, it's broken. When it's broken, it's dysfunctional. Yeah. And and none of it can be of God. 
None of it can be of God, even when it works. Mm-hmm. A person will literally have a broken TV. We had one for years. For years. We get, you cut it on, and I would just slap the mess out the side of this TV. <laughs> we would hit it so hard, like, wham! And all of a sudden, the TV would be in place. And we just enjoy watching the Cosby <laughs> and stuff. All of a sudden, they go back out of whack. One of us got to get up. Oh, my goodness. Wham! We slap it. Does the TV work? Yes. Is it working? No. No. So you'll see people, they just happy, they they together. We happy 20th anniversary, happy 30th anniversary, happy 40th anniversary, happy newlyweds, happy honeymoon, but they smack that thing to make it work. Mm. Wow. It ain't really working. No, it's not. The kids know it's not. Everybody like, I love a love like yours. (laughs) Hashtag black love. Make it last forever. (laughs) The reality is it's lasting, but it's not working. It's not working. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know what dysfunction is? Dysfunction is when you move in a way that you can't demand other people to move. Mm. The contortionist puts her legs behind her neck and she like, now everybody follow after me. (laughs) No, we can't. We can't. My, my toes do not belong near my ears. I can't. And then she'll mock everybody who can't move like that. Yeah. It's the no sleep gang. It's only 24 hours in a day. Your voice wasn't even deep like this. You need sleep. You're tired. You're tired. Hustle gang. All these people hustling, hustling, and still be broke. That'd be the thing. I just asked somebody. Shout out to this person who's ducking me right now, but God bless you. But <laughs> the reality is, is that you talk about all this hustle, but where's your where's the fruit of it? it I, we're going to talk about this with Philip one of these weeks, but if you work in a job to give you minimum wage, you need to change the job. And a lot of y'all putting mad energy into things that give you minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Including relationships. Including relationships. And people love to, to talk about that, Charity. They will tell you that they in a bad relationship, but never take credit for it. Mm. You know, that's, that's on you, boo. I didn't. I, I went to a barbershop that was half salon. Insert your song. Working. Minimum wage. <laughs> Minimum wage. I went to a barbershop that was half salon, and I promise you, I ain't never hear one woman in there say her relationship was bad because of her. <laughs> Of course. I never once, I never heard them say, you know what? You know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. But I know it's just me and I just need to stop being mean and deceitful and and wicked. I need to do better. No. And if she did, there would be more women to tell her, no, it's not you, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's always somebody to tell you. That's the monster inquiry. You, you are about. the anomaly. You are the bad one. Mm-hmm. And by bad, I mean good, baby mm-hmm. girl. You work it, queen. Mm-hmm. No, she don't need to work it. She need to work out her soul salvation. She mm-hmm. needs to get better. She needs to move in a more effective, healthier, whole way. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all are out here, and as long as y'all not slapping each other, killing each other, cheating on each other, you think it's working. But you're actually not really working. Nope. You're not really working. You settled for certain things to be non-existent in your relationships. Mm. I've settled for somebody not being mindful. I've settled for this person not wanting to have a a fruitful relationship with God. 
Mm. Everybody can't be like you. See, when you make it so that the way I function they don't, they is don't the abnormality. The they don't want it. They don't want it. The alternative would be to not settle and to move on and be content until you get what God got for you. Thank you, Charity, because you just moved on to the next thing. <laughs> Some of you need a better relationship with solitude. Amen. Dun, 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 dun. Real, 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 real church. Matters. If I was to have, I don't even like saying single, but if I was to talk with a bunch of people who are not with anybody, mm-hmm. I would tell them this is not me trying to get you in a boot camp to find somebody. This is me trying to get you to to in a boot camp to help you know that you're not lost so you don't need to find anybody. Exactly. They're not lost and you're not lost. Yeah. And if you feel lost, then what you need to find is not a person. No. You need to find God. Mm-hmm. And I'm not telling you that, oh, you don't need people and then you could just sit at home. I am I am able to be whole in myself because I'm building a better relationship with self. And if you're not able to build a, a relationship with self, then you're already going to be dysfunctional in a lot of these other ways because you're not actually actualizing healthiness, wholeness in the way that it's meant to. Before we get out of here, some of the things uh, that I realized is that there's throughout the scriptures, Jesus is asking us, do we want to be made whole? Mm-hmm. And there's two ways that he makes us whole. He restores our relationship with God, and then he restores our relationship with healthiness. Amen. With wholeness. Amen. The If you feel like you got a sound relationship with God, but you don't have a sound relationship with wholeness, then you don't really have the relationship with God you think you have. Yeah, because one begets the other. Absolutely. So that's why when he would heal somebody's body, it also meant that they begin to follow him. Mm-hmm. They go together. Oh, he just restored my leg so I can run and kick people. No. <laughs> he said that man went running, leaping and praising God. Mm-hmm. He literally wants to make you whole in body and soul. Mm-hmm. What is what is unhealthy about you? It's unhealthy to my spirit to be distant from God. Amen. It's unhealthy to my body to be distant from healthiness in every aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. And so we look through the scriptures. There's one scripture. He says, Matthew nine and 22 says, but Jesus turned him about. And when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that very hour. That's him touching our bodies and healing our bodies. Yeah. Matthew 12, 13 said, then he said to the man, stretch forth your hand. And he stretched it forth and it was restored whole like as the other. So let's just talk about the like as the other. He made his hand like the hand that already was cool. Mm -hmm. So we need to know. What type of hand that was? It was a hand that worked. Functional. Functional. Mm-hmm. People be like, oh, Lord, I need deliverance. Deliver from what? Tell me. Everybody ask yourself, you think you need to be delivered? Tell me from what? Because it ain't from 
being broke because that's not your hand. Right. Everything God want to heal is connected to you, mm-hmm. to your person. Mm-hmm. Lord, touch my bank account. No, don't you dare. He will not walk in that one safe. <laughs> he will not upload himself into any computer at Capital One. He <laughs> Give is, you this, the numbers. This is not the matrix. <laughs> he wants to insert himself into you. Yeah. And make you whole. It's amazing how a, your health, your a whole relationship, a healthy relationship will work, will make you rich. Mm-hmm. Real, ch- real church matters. I don't have a money one. Chick ching. But the reality <laughs> is, is that that needs to be one. <laughs> the reality is, is that yeah, money doesn't rule me, and money is the root of all evil. But money is how this world works. Yeah. And the way you get it is by working. But mm-hmm. if you don't like working, you're never going to get money. But it's, it's, that's what God said in the Bible. That's what he said. When he said subdue the land, he wasn't talking about secure PPP loans that you don't deserve. <laughs> wasn't talking about that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't talking about the finesse. He wasn't talking about the scammers. He was, Literally, I get three calls a day telling me, to did I need to do this? You need to pay this. There's a warrant for your arrest. Send us the bail money. <laughs> Scammers are scamming. Oh Lord! And they—that's when I know that you're getting in a high uh, older age because they hit me up like they hit mom and dad. Like <laughs> I was about to say, I haven't received those phone calls yet. They coming? I'm gonna play one of them. I actually—I'm <laughs> gonna actually answer one and sing our new song. Um, our new airplane song. The, the, <laughs> the, the reality is, is that the minute I change the way I approach things, mm-hmm. like even people who say, they like, hey, man, during the pandemic, I know it's been hard. Not really. No. Because I immediately had to sit and have a real conversation with myself. What can I do? Not what can God do? Mm-hmm. What can I do mm-hmm. to subdue the land? Mm-hmm. We watch them shows in the wilderness, them people. You don't know how to start a fire. You, I mean, the dude, our survivor, had to just come to get the people. We gave y'all three days to start a fire. It's cold out here. Y'all got to go home. You, you could just give us fire. That, but That's cheating. You had three days to make a fire. It's cold out here. Come on. You're done with the game. Oh, man. The, oh, man. The reality is so many people are done with the gang because they not prepared. Mm-hmm. You cannot pray to God to make fire. He gave you everything to make fire. Take fire What's away. An instructional book. A whole instructional. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. Read rich dad, poor dad. I'll read all of that stuff. <laughs> at the end of the day, at some point you had to realize what the secret read the see oh let's not even get into the alchemist and manifestation you can only manifest what you get up and do amen the farmer manifests a crop because during the fall and the winter he prepares a harvest a harvest yeah and in the spring and the summer he reaps a, a harvest, harvest. Mm-hmm. This morning I had to go. I got told to, I got to be in DC by eight o'clock. Alarm goes off. I'm tired. I took a moment and just reminded myself. I, if I don't get up, these certain things are going to happen. 
I don't need a lot of motivation. Wait, you was in D.C. today? I was, that's the thing. I didn't even, I got up, got myself cleaned up, <laughs> got dressed, only to go into the email, and they said, we just going to do it by Zoom. And I just laughed because I really didn't feel like it. And it worked out. But the reality is, is that I can know if I decide that it's better for me to stay in the bed, I have no other recourse. Mm-hmm. You don't get to just stay in the bed and say, Lord, work out a way where they understand. No. Those are the type of prayers that people pray in church. No, absolutely not. Unhealthy. Mm-mm. Unhealthy. Mm-mm. Do not go to the altar and pray for your marriage. If you're not going to the altar and praying for your relationship with yourself, with your tongue, with your patience, with your love, with your kindness, with your meekness, with your expectation, with your expectation, with your relationship with sex. Mm-hmm. When I sit and I'm 17 years in this game as minister, people don't know I ain't married. And they still gonna sit and say, hey, she ain't cooking dinner. She ain't doing this. I like my toes suck. She won't suck my toes. I like my ear plucked. <laughs> she won't pluck my ear. All of these things have little to do with her. Yeah. And everything to do with your relationship with women in general and sex in general. Mm-hmm. You had a mama, but you didn't have a mama that showed you how to treat her. And if your mama was put to a lie detector and we asked her, how does your son treat you? She, that thing would be going crazy because she ain't going to tell the truth. We know that how many people stick up for their, their horrible sons who ain't paying child support. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a, a sounder for that. <laughs> I don't think there is a sound for that. <laughs> we'll just do that. Jesus, after Whatever oh, Jesus. it is, we can't say on here because it <laughs> would include some type of. It's it's not right. It's not right. It's, it, even when people think they function in, in a higher level. Oh, um, me and my husband, we are excellent co-parents. We do this and that. And my husband and us, we have an understanding. We're in an open relationship. Okay, Will Smith, I hear your open relationship and raise you an article where you're, you sound like you are really distraught. Mm-hmm. And look like he'd an age 10 years. Yeah, because he got a woman that's putting him through it. Because she wants to move a certain way that isn't functional to a marriage. Mm-hmm. Truth be told. And it's crazy how that red table can do everything but heal something. Mm. It starts. It started something from people who act like this is so perfect. Mm-hmm. It started more mess than a little bit. Yep. To the point where it's so perverse that when people do have transgressions, they come in to apologize to folks that got their own issues. <laughs> it's people that talk about them, and I'm like. Baby, <laughs> where's your husband at right now? Where's your spouse at? I can't believe they have an open relationship. You're in an open relationship, but you're the last to know. Jesus after dark. But it's the realities. We have to move in a functional way. Charity's going to be quiet on all this stuff. It's okay. You're going to leave me hanging. I don't mind it. No, I mean, it, I, I agree. Yeah, I know. In silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Because, I, I mean. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's the realities. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing worse than moving in dysfunction is trying to perpetrate it like it's functional. 
There you go. And that's the sad thing. And that's the the issue that you mentioned earlier with people wanting other people to function in their dysfunction with them. Absolutely. I think that that is beyond unhealthy. That's insanity. It actually, there's a reference to it in the scriptures. He said, when you doing wrong, but then you out here trying to help other people do wrong. He said, you worse than an infidel. You're, you're a mess. Mm-hmm. This is a special place in hell for you. Mm-hmm. This ain't in the Bible. I'm paraphrasing, but it's, yeah. it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's Bible. Mm-hmm. The reality is that you out here, not just having unhealthy relationships, but being the really, uh, a dog piper a relationship coach for dysfunction yeah come talk to me i'm gonna show you how to do this wrong mm-hmm. you know how the bad kid always try to take the new kid under their wing mm-hmm. y'all don't mess with them they, you they, said they. It, when you started your new job it was always somebody who taught you how to do the wrong way yeah they'd be like man you working too hard <laughs> how long you been here 15 years you ain't move up the ladder what ladder they hid the ladder from the brother because you're dysfunctional (laughs) you're dysfunctional Mm -hmm. you still think it's a ladder this is a doggone elevator straight up if you really want to work hard (laughs) you like you know this place has got a glass ceiling no you ain't no glass ceiling (laughs) you are your own impediment amen scripture say he said what has hindered you from serving the lord and Paul said, I'll answer my own question. It's the fact that y'all lust and envy after one another. Mm. It causes quarreling and fighting among you. Amen. He said, literally, y'all don't even have a healthy relationship with things because you just desire it amongst yourselves mm-hmm. to the point where you hate one another. Yeah. Literally, we go to churches where people hear you preach and instead of being blessed by it, they get jealous. Yep. Literally, I sat and tried to give a person an opportunity to explain to me why they're being mean to me. And they said, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. My, my. I couldn't tell you. Are you going to do better? I'm going to try. Jesus, you can't even just say implicitly that you will. Why? Because you don't know how to ex- explain the way that I feel because I don't deal with myself. Mm-hmm. I deal with myself dysfunctional. How else am I going to deal with others but dysfunctional? Yeah. I don't even know how to deal with the thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. People be watching movies about serial killers like you can't be a serial killer tomorrow. That's the thing. Everything is so far removed when you you are dysfunctional. Don't and even know and dysfunction. You don't even know. It only take one switch. Mm-hmm. They sitting there still trying to figure out where this man is that killed his wife, his girlfriend, fiance, whatever she is. And they like the parents are hiding them. Dysfunction begets dysfunction. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure when he was with this woman, he never thought he would t- lay hands on her. Never once thought he would do her wrong. But when you move in dysfunction, everything seemed cool till it's hot. Facts. And I said that one time in a Bible study, the everybody love a breeze, but they hate a hurricane. <laughs> but the only thing that changed is the, the amount of wind that you feel. I, I reposted that. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. It hit. It hit you, it hit you. <laughs> I actually got a recording of when I said it, and then you said, mm. <laughs> I'm like, all right, now I'm on to something. 
But I have to work that out myself because when people give me responses, even when I'm teaching, that I'm gonna beat that thing like dead like a horse. You're like, gonna say it in ten different ways. Y'all love me. Three different analogies. It's like fire can warm you, but it can also burn you. Water can wash you, but it can also drown you. Food can feed you, but it can also choke on it. And sometimes you need the Heimlich and stuff. It's like okay, we get it. I had to work that out myself. That's a bad minister. That is a dysfunctional minister. I, we're not stand-up comedians. So when you feel like you got to feed off the crowd, guess what? You're feeding your ego. Let's just say that right That's now. That's why I don't be laughing sometimes because you just keep going I keep and going. nailing I have to, it, I have to nailing it, ramming it. Until I hear you say, all right, you'll say it like, <laughs> You, I have I have recordings with you and Dad. Like, all right. <laughs> it's like, is that their amen for me? He's like, no, no, no. All right, <laughs> I wrap it. Only, but so many cute ways you can say sex. <laughs> uh, you guys know a knock and boot. Anyway, charity. <laughs> there must be a better way. Must be. Must be. Thank you, charity. This was a great podcast about dysfunction. And honestly, I think that it was. It's certain subjects are so heavy, and people have a way of disarming themselves from listening. It is good to have a little levity with. Them. So I didn't achieve my goal. <laughs> but uh, you but, know what, guys? Please listen because if you don't listen, he's going to say it's because we played too much, and I just kept laughing. It's not that because I maybe it's because I did three parts of regret with this third when people are like okay, <laughs> I get it. Because we was about to do regret part four. I wanted to do regret part four. No, we're going to come back to it. We're going to come back to I it. I got some things to say. I understand. And, uh... Um, I saw what you do with other people. You let them know ahead of time. Let them know what? The topics. I'll let you know. Um, no, he... Guys, he tells me a few minutes before. before. Yeah. I let some people know because they need more time. I like the way that we just talk, Jerry. No. <laughs> I do. This is not me blowing smoke. I, I don't. I'm telling you. All right. Well, on that note, I'm I get to wrap it up. You don't get to wrap it up. <laughs> I wanted to wait till the end and talk about how people are uh, blaspheming this Omarion dance. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> No, but um, this was a great podcast. Hopefully, it was something in there for y'all to listen to. If y'all don't really like hearing us just have... It definitely was. Yeah. It was a good podcast. There's something in there for them. It is, but I realized that some people don't want to hear the word spoken in joy. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Mm. But guess what? Even when this word working on me, I'm joyful about it because I'm a work. 
And that's the hope that we have in him. That I'm a work. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing worse than being a work is being a castaway. <laughs> Shout out to my nieces. Real Church Matters, episode 193. Too much. That's too. I'm girl. I am a man. <laughs> now I'm boy, and uh, that's that was Charity and Forest. Love you guys. We out. Peace.